Hello, Screamer, and welcome to ScreamStream, your weekly spoiler-free guide to horror entertainment. I'm James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is review a horror movie from one of the various streaming services, spoiler-free. I also cover horror news, new releases of the week, and sometimes a video game or two. If you'd like to support ScreamStream, head over to patreon.com slash ScreamStream and become a patron. For a buck a month, you'll get a secret podcast link with early access to the original ScreamStream run and extra audio as well. If you'd rather make a one-time donation, head over to ScreamPod.com and click that Donate via PayPal button. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe to ScreamStream in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app may be. So I hope you've had a good week. I've had a pretty good week, and there's a couple of things that I want to talk about before the review. Uh, first up, uh, I found a show on Amazon Prime called From Beyond, and I don't think it's really like a show. It is more of sort of this one guy's short films, a collection of his short films, and he just organized it on Amazon Prime as a TV show. And I watched all of them, and they're various lengths. Like one is like 20 minutes, one's five minutes, one of them is like 15 minutes. But it is a really good, well, I guess I should say all of the all of these little short films are really good. And I did like them. Um, and they were actually pretty well done. It, it looks like he did all the directing, editing, shooting, and I know what that's like because I did that all throughout my uh, film school career where I actually had to do all the writing, the shooting, the editing, uh, every everything pretty much. But he did a really good job and I enjoyed his short films. I highly recommend that you go and check those out. I'll put a link to the Amazon page in the show notes for this episode. And you can find that over at screenpod.com slash podcast slash 17. And check out uh, his short films. And his name is Yarno Lee Vincentius. And I believe he's uh, Swedish. But go and check out these short films because they are super cool. Uh, also, today, it is sun- today is Sunday, the wife and I went and saw Insidious 4, the, what is it called, The Last Key, I believe. And I have to say, if you are a fan of the Insidious series, you're going to love this one. I don't think it's the best in the series, but it is really good. I enjoyed the story. It's more, you get more into the background of Elise and her family and it deals with her father and her brother and things that happened in the house where she grew up. And I have to say it was really well done and we enjoyed it. Super creepy. Uh, of course it, it had a new director, but it was still lit, uh, lit, it was still written by Lee Whannell. So you still have the same writer and I think it was a great story. We enjoyed it. And I suggest that you go and check it out before it leaves theaters. Uh, I think this is one of the ones that, that, you really need to watch in a theater uh, with a group of friends. Uh, we went, like I said, we went today and there was like nobody in the theater. So there, I think there was like four other people. Uh, so we had a really good time and, and I enjoyed that one. And uh, I, I think this might be like the last in the series because this one falls right between Insidious 1 and Insidious 2. So this is kind of like right in the middle. Uh, and I think they did a really good job. And, and I, I think this is like... A nice little wrap-up to the the anthology. And I haven't really talked about video games in a while. But today, 
the wife got me an early birthday present. Next week is my birthday, Tuesday the 30th. Uh, but she got me an early birthday present, and I got The Evil Within 2 for the Xbox One. And I've been wanting this game for a while, and it, it never did go on sale. If it did go on sale, I missed it. But we were at Target yesterday doing some grocery shopping, and I went and looked, and it was still 59 But today, we went to Target, and it was on sale for 29 And so I asked her, I said, hey, can, can I get this? She's like, yep, happy birthday. <laughs> so she was planning on getting that for me anyway. But I guess today, you know, since it was on sale, might as well go ahead and get it. So it is sort of like an early birthday present. And speaking of birthdays, I'm going to record next week's episode Probably in a couple of days here, I'm going to be reviewing Happy Birthday to Me, which is available on Shudder. So if you want to go ahead and watch that for next week's episode, uh, go ahead and do that. If you're a patron of the show, you'll get that as soon as I get done editing. Uh, if you're not a patron of the show, it'll be out on schedule Monday at noon. Uh, and if you would like to send me a birthday present, I would really love to get my hands on a copy of Scream Factory's Drag Me to Hell because I haven't seen that movie. I want to watch it. So if you want to send me a birthday gift, there you go. Or a Nintendo Switch, because I am looking at those two. And one last thing I do want to mention, which is going to segue into this week's review. Uh, instead, you know, I've been trying to review a lot of newer films. And for me, I, I did that because I thought if I did newer films, it'd get searched more often in the iTunes store. And, and maybe I could get more listeners and grow the audience. And then I kind of realized, you know what? Everybody else out there is reviewing all the new films, and I really want to get, like, I really want to find the deep cuts and review those because that's, I mean, that's what this show is. It's about finding those little gems on the streaming services, and I've kind of gotten away from that, and I'm going to pull the show back in and get back to the roots, and we're going to start reviewing some of those deep cuts and starting with Kathy's Curse. Now, this is a film I've heard about uh, recently. I heard some of the folks on Shockwave's podcast talk about it, and I heard Joe Lynch talk about it on the Movie Crypt podcast with Adam Green. And I thought, what, what is this movie? And I realized the other day that it's on Shudder, and I thought, hey, you know what? I should check this movie out and see if it's worth watching, uh, because apparently it's something that they got excited about. So I thought I'd give it a shot and. I haven't. I, I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't know anything about it, except for this was like one of those best worst movies kind of kind of things. So I thought, what the hell? Let's let's try out Kathy's Curse. Kathy's Curse was released in 1977. It was written by Myra Clement, Eddie Metallin, and Alan Sens Kazanave. I think I got that right. Maybe. And it was directed by Eddie Metallin. This stars Alan Scarf, Beverly Murray, and Randy Allen as Kathy. And for the brief plot synopsis, a young girl is possessed by the spirit of her dead aunt, who died in a car accident. Soon members of her family begin to mysteriously die off. So the synopsis is about as bad as the editing in this film. I'll get into that a little later. So the acting, let me get the acting out of the way. Acting is actually pretty good. It's not bad. Even Randy Allen, who played uh, Kathy, did a really good job with the character. She was a creepy girl, and she played it very well. I just wish that she had better dialogue and better direction overall. So acting, pretty good. As for the story, overall, it was an interesting story that had a whole lot of potential. 
So basically what happens is, in the very beginning we see uh, this man come home. Uh, his daughter has been left alone. The mother aunt took her their son and left, left the husband and the daughter. So the husband and the daughter, Laura, they get into the car and they go after him. Well, they get into a car accident on the way, car explodes, and they both burn up. And we cut to 30 years later, George, who was the son, comes home to his childhood home with his wife and his daughter, Kathy. And they're greeted by the handyman and the nanny. I assume it's nanny. And like right off the bat, just weird things start to happen for no apparent reason. Kathy finds this little creepy doll in the attic and all the weird happenings start to intensify. So overall, the story was the general premise of the story was interesting. The problem is it wasn't written as well as it could have been because there's a lot of inconsistencies, a lot of plot holes and a lot of just weird things though. I think the, the film really suffers from the editing. Now the editors on this film, there are three editors and apparently Neither one of them knew what the other one was doing. Two of, one of them, uh, I know, just went on to do mainly sound design. And one of them, this was the only thing that he ever edited. And I, I don't remember about the, the last one. But the editing was absolutely atrocious. I mean, it was really bad. There were cuts where, like, you see a title card, and then you hear, like, a clip of sound, and then you cut to the next scene which was just really, it made me feel like something was wrong with the audio. So I had to rewind it a couple times to make sure, nope, that's, that's really just bad editing. Uh, there's some weird cuts in this, like scene, scene transitions. Uh, so like we have one scene where the mom is yelling at Kathy because somebody had died and the mom saw Kathy in the window and we see the mom yelling at Kathy saying, I knew you were up there, I saw you up there. And then all of a sudden, Kathy disappears and then reappears somewhere else on the stairs, and the mom just like continues to yell at her like nothing ever happened. So I don't know if Kathy already had some kind of special gift or if the mother just is that oblivious. Because <laughs> if my kid had done that, I probably would have pissed my pants. So it's just weird things like that. There's one scene where Kathy goes in the kitchen and she's going to eat her breakfast, but then all of a sudden she decides to throw a cereal bowl across the room. And the nanny goes over there to clean it up. She picks up like two big pieces of the bowl and says, there we go. We're all done. I'm like, wait, what? No, you left a whole bunch of shattered bowl on the floor. You're not done. You're not done. It's just weird inconsistencies like that. Uh, I remember there is one scene where they're in the kitchen or they're in the dining room eating dinner or whatever. And the mother thinks that somebody is watching her from the garden. So George goes out to check. Kathy falls behind. And then we cut to the mom working on like a light, changing a light bulb or something. And Kathy painting the, the stair rail. Stair, stair rail. And there's no, we don't know if there's has been a shift in time. Uh, did time pass? Like what, what, what happened there? And that just made the film so silly and so ridiculous. Uh, the special effects were actually pretty good. And this is back when they were still using uh, Kensington Gore. And this was a company that made gore for horror films. They made blood and stuff like that. And it's like, 
anytime you see like that red paint, that blood that looks like bright red paint, it's usually Kensington Gore, which is a, it was a company based in the UK. Uh, uh, England, I believe it was. I believe it was actually they were in London, I think. I could be wrong. But even though the blood obviously looked fake, they still did a good job on some of the, the makeup. Especially later on in the film when you see Kathy uh, in one of the very last scenes. Uh, makeup look really good. So overall, it's a ridiculous film full of plot holes and inconsistencies and continuity issues, but it's a fun film to watch, and I enjoyed watching it. It's one of those that I'd probably watch again. Uh, Severn released this on Blu-ray last year, but you can watch it now on Shudder, as I mentioned. Uh, if you don't have Shudder, please go and get a, a seven-day free trial. I promise it's worth it. I really love their service, so please go and check them out. But yeah, Kathy's Curse, as far as a rating, I would probably give this like a two out of five. It's not a good movie, but it's like one of those best worst movies. Like it's, it's so bad. It's good. And it's fun to watch. I do recommend that you watch it and check it out. This is probably a film that I'd watch, you know, on occasion just because it, it was so much fun. So there you go. There's my review of Kathy's Curse. So not a whole lot of news I'm going to cover, uh, now, as most of us already know, the new Halloween film has already started shooting, and they're shooting that in Charleston, South Carolina. And it's funny because actually next week I'm going to be in South Carolina. I'll be in Columbia, though, and then on Monday we're going to head over to Savannah, Georgia. But that is now shooting. It's under production, and I cannot wait to see this uh, in October this year. That is the expected release date, so hopefully they uh, stick with that. Uh, also, it's funny, The New Mutants I saw was pushed back to next year, but they showed the trailer before Insidious, and it's, it's, it said April of this year. So I'd, it's a little confusing, but I think they did finally push that back to next year, which is kind of sad because it does look really good. I'm not too big on like X-Men or Marvel films in general i mean the most of the marvel films sure they're okay they're fun to watch i guess i'm not like a, a huge fan but this one i was really looking forward to because it had more of that like horror vibe so i'm kind of sad this has been pushed back till next year uh, also stranger things got pushed back to next year uh, game of thrones got pushed back to next year so 2019 is going to be the big year 2018 we have halloween I am a little sad by that. All right, moving on to new releases. Uh, physical releases this week, we had Beyond Skyline, which is the sequel to Skyline that came out a few years back, which was actually a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, I believe you can rent that on Amazon. Uh, Eye of the Cat has been released on Blu-ray, and I believe that's from Scream Factory. Happy Death Day came out. The Snowman, that actually got some negative reviews, but I still want to watch it because it looked really good. Uh, the Amicus collection finally came out and this is the DVD collection that has uh, Asylum and now the screaming starts and the beast must die. Asylum, I believe, is a anthology film that I reviewed on the original run of Screamstream. So look out for that episode of the archive when it comes out. Uh, I don't remember when I reviewed it, but I do remember watching it. It was really like it's like one of the best anthologies that I've ever seen. Uh, so the Amicus collection is now out on Blu-ray and new to stream. 
there are a few things on Amazon. Dread Central presents, or actually the first film in the Dread Central pre- presents line, uh, Vilmark Asylum is now on Amazon. Uh, Psychotro- Psychotronic Man is on uh, on on Amazon. This is another one of those deep cuts, crazy bonkers film that I'll probably end up reviewing uh, in the near future. And this was actually released on Blu-ray by Blue Underground, and they've actually put a lot of their films on Amazon now for either uh, Amazon Prime or rental. So they're it, you just kind of have to sift through them. Uh, and then also Reflections on the Living Dead. This is a documentary about Night of the Living Dead featuring interviews with George Romero and, and the actors and cast and crew and stuff. So I will be checking that out as well. On Shutter this week, not a whole lot of stuff. We had the I-2, the I-3, and Yord Scott Season 2. Now with the I-2 and 3, I think I saw the second one, but I don't remember seeing the third one. And these are Thai horror. I think these are from Thailand. I think these are Thai horror films. Uh, and I remember the first one was really, really good. The, I think the first two were directed by the Pang Brothers. They did the film The Messengers from 2007. Uh, this is the one that had uh, Dylan McDermott, Penelope Ann Miller, and Kristen Stewart. About It's like, kind of like the haunted house story. That was a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, it only has like... Four, five, it has a 5.4 on IMDb. I think that's really low for that. But if you haven't seen that film, go check it out. Okay, so they also they also did, in fact, do the I, the I-2, and the I-3. So they did all three of those films. Uh, they also did Recycle, which I have not seen. I have been meaning to see that one. I just haven't gone back to watch it yet. But their films are really good. And I do recommend checking out uh, I-2 and I-3. And those are available on Shutter. So as I mentioned, next week is my birthday, and I will be reviewing Happy Birthday to Me, which is an 80s slasher film. I didn't watch any trailers. I'm going in it completely blind. It is available on Shutter if you want to check it out and be ready for the review. I'm going to be recording that review on Wednesday probably, and I'll have it up on Patreon probably on Thursday afternoon. And then uh, it'll have its regular standard release on Monday. I'll have it scheduled to go up at noon while I'll be in Savannah uh, enjoying uh, my birthday weekend. So that's going to do it for this episode of Scream Stream. I hope you're enjoying the show. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Thank you for listening, for sticking around. Uh, I hope you are, in fact, enjoying the show. Uh, if you'd like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can do so at ScreamPod.com, where you can find links to all of my social profiles, as well as uh, Instagram. I'm using that a whole lot more. I have the at James Gas Instagram and at ScreamStream. Uh, you can follow both of those accounts, and I do try to post different things on each one. I don't do a whole lot of cross-posting. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at James Gas. And while you're over at ScreamPod.com, Subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcatcher and get the show notes for each episode. Remember, ScreamStream is listener supported and you can support the podcast through PayPal at ScreamPod.com. Give as little much as you like. Every little bit helps. And you can also subscribe to the show 
via a monthly donation at patreon.com slash screamstream and you'll get extra audio content probably some more video content i have some more of that coming down the pipeline so if you'd like to support the show uh, i'd greatly appreciate that and really helps me out a lot uh, if you have a movie you'd like me to review uh, please uh, tweet me at james gas or hit me up on instagram any of the social social media places uh, I would really like for for you to start suggesting some of the films that I review or picking the films that I review each week because when I sit there and go through them, I just I get lost because there are just so many uh, to choose from. So if you want to help me out, pick a, a movie for me to review. Uh, and like I said, that is at, at James Gas on Twitter or on Instagram at James Gas or at ScreamStream. And if I do pick the film that, that you suggest, I'll mention you on that week's episode. And finally, music for ScreamStream was created by Kevin Cloud at Incompetech.com. Until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. Good night.